It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and joining us today, as he does every Tuesday for Charlie Tuesday, Charlie Five, legendary Auburn message board poster. How are you? Doing well, brother. Doing well. Glad to be live and in color. Yes, absolutely. Welcome to the YouTube page. You've been doing YouTube for a while now with Dad Bod Golf Pod. You guys do a great job with that. We're broadcasting live from the patio at Baumhauer's. I've had to kind of change what we do on these typical Monday nights where we record here due to the uh, nature of adding video. You're actually sitting a few tables away from me because our mics were picking each other up. But, hey, we're here. We're doing this thing. A little little awkward. We got several tables taken up. But, uh, hey, we're going to get through this. Yes. Yes. And, uh Shout out, uh, shout out to listener Wayne, who uh, came out and uh, is eating dinner with his family here at Baumhauer's as well. So, all right, we got a lot to talk about, dude. We have yeah. a ton of things to talk about. Talked about the uh, scrimmage yesterday a lot with Lindsey. Would love to hear your thoughts. What are you hearing about everything that went down Saturday night for Auburn's first scrimmage of fall camp? Uh, I mean, the biggest thing, I just love uh, first scrimmage freakouts. Those are the best, especially for message board land. Um, if one team does better than the other, obviously we we suck on that side of the ball. Um, so that's been kind of fun to watch, just complete overreactions over the first scrimmage. And uh, then people trying to uh, fight those people that are overreacting with underreacting the other way. So uh, it's been it's been fun. It's been a fun, predictable but fun. So are people overreacting about the poor offensive line play? I think so. I oh. think um, – I think that uh, there's been a lot of panic, uh, and maybe uh, understandably so, I guess. Uh, but at the same time, I've seen some stuff from and talked to some people that were there, and I think when you see st- when you see a performance like that, you have to know the full context of what's going on. Like when both through the when both throws an interception, like is it is that a is it a fourth down play? We're trying to make a, just throw one up, make mm-hmm. a play. Is it like what what's what's all going on? And the more and more I hear and read between the lines, it seems like they were really trying to put a lot of pressure on the offensive line. I think we started off with like four or five play action passes in a row. Like right. we're not gonna not gonna do that in a game. Like you're not gonna call four five play action passes right slow developing when you have a weak offensive line. Just doing things. Jaleel Ir- Irvin was in there uh, at guard, which he's probably not going to be a starter. Why do you think they did that? Uh, well, I think there may there may be some some different. There's maybe a little bit of a medical thing going on with a few people hmm. that uh, they're just put temporarily out ex- experimenting people in at, at, at certain spots. But okay, trying to trying to see what fits. But like I said, I think you just got to know the full context of what's going on. And I'm not saying I do, but uh, at the same time, like you can't, and not everything is just so binary. Like we got two inter, it was just two interceptions. It was completely poor, you know, poor play, poor right. decisions. Uh, first scrimmage, you just gotta gotta wait and see what happens. After that. No, I'm glad you're more level headed about this than I am because I'm hearing a lot of people <laughs> say, "Hey, it's still so early in fall camp. A lot can change." 
And while that is true, we are still early in fall camp, but we play in three weeks, less than sure. three weeks. And so it's like, how, how early is it? Well, you know, I think Jay Ferg had a really good take on it. And uh, I listened to their, their podcast Sunday, and he talked about how, you know, if, if, if you're just being honest, we probably expected – we expected the defense to be way ahead of the offense. And we hoped that the offense would make some plays but probably not be very consistent. Breaking in new receivers, the offensive line has not been performing well the last couple of years. And I honestly think that's what we got. We got a dominant defensive performance. Right. The offense did make plays on all three levels, first, second, and third team. And, uh, you know, showed flashes. We had receivers that are, you know, kind of starting to make the next step. Not a lot of consistency. I think that's kind of what, you know, if you really think about what you – if you had to write it down, what you expected to get out of the scrimmage, I think probably what we expected uh, happened. There's a car alarm going off here at Baumhauer's. Someone's stealing a car. There's a car being stolen right now. Oh, it's safe. Wow. It's safe. Security here at Baumhauer's, top notch. They stopped the car thief. Top notch. Yep. It was a sniper. Yep. Sniper put somebody down. It was amazing. Shout out to Baumhauer's for making that happen. <laughs> you lost your train of thought here. Uh, I'm, I'm a complete wreck right now. No, but I'm just saying, like, basically, if we had to sit down and get and predict how that scrimmage would play out, I think it pretty much played out kind of how we expected it to. Like, so in my in my the way I look at it is we're kind of maybe maybe right on right on track with uh, I guess where we would expect to be. Harson was very high on the wide receivers. That was good. Yes. He talked about how much they've improved since spring. And, I mean, that's something we've heard time and time and time again, right, over the course of fall camp was, right. hey, you know, the wide receiving core, a lot of questions, a lot of talent, not a lot of yep. experience. And they're exactly. slowly getting their feet up under them, and I think there's a lot of things to be excited about here. For sure, for sure. Uh, you know, we haven't heard a lot from uh, Javarius Johnson. And he yeah. supposedly had, you know, a big game, which kind of we expected from like the spring and seeing him, uh, block, you know, in high school and how well he played, you know, sort of kind of continue to develop through his redshirt year. He sort of, uh, you know, he had a big scrimmage. And then I think I'm really excited. They try, I don't feel like, I feel like they try not to say too much, but uh, the, the uh, D Rob, the kid from, from Georgia, I think he made several plays you know dumps over the middle that he made some plays after the catch and that is that is exciting that's something we something we need you know worried about can he can he jail early enough can he learn the playbook and it seems like he probably he's going to be a big factor moving forward and I, I don't know i just feel like we haven't heard a lot about receivers making plays and in the scrimmage a lot of guys you heard a lot of names not just elijah you know, canyon scored a touchdown elijah canyon scored a touchdown uh Capers made a big play on mm-hmm. um, ran a really good route on like an out and up and Bo hit him on like the one yard line. Right. Uh, and then you know Shivers punched in after that. But yeah, I mean multiple names making plays, that's exciting to me. That's exciting to me. Sure, sure. Um before we wrap up our conversation about the scrimmage from Saturday, Jarquez Hunter was a non participant. Have you heard anything about that? Uh yes, I'm not gonna say whole lot i'm just going to say that it's not an injury injury and should be back relatively soon so i was talking with someone close to a family member of the team and this player did not participate 
and yes. it, it is not Jarquez Hunter. I do not know Jarquez Hunter's family, but um, there were players that were out due to COVID. Um, right. I don't think they have COVID, but I think it was a contact tracing type situation. So we'll yeah. leave it at that. We don't know anything, but I was told that by at least one parent. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect Jarquez Hunter to be out too much longer. Yeah, yeah. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Frisky Whiskey. I love Frisky Whiskey. Charlie Five, you love Frisky Whiskey because it's only like a 15 or 20-minute drive from the Auburn, Opelika, Lee County area. Right when you cross into the state of Georgia, you take that first exit on the right, you'll see billboards all over the place for Frisky Whiskey, and you'll step in there, and it's like, whoa, 10,000 square feet of awesome, awesome selection. you got to love that. You absolutely have to love that. And, uh, yeah. I mean, what they'll would get, you buy? They'll, the they'll go to the back room for you, too. They will. Ask them, so. They will. You, you've made them do it. And they were happy to do it because Frisky Whiskey has awesome service. Super great prices. You'll be blown away by it. Check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right, Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Charlie Five, Thursday will be a very, very big day for Auburn on the recruiting front. You've got a few yes. names you want to talk about. Yeah, so uh, Thursday's going to be a fun day, guys, August 19th. Uh, we should have at least two commitments um, in two different sports. I guess you could say one of them could be considered for both sports, but I think he's going to end up being a complete 100% basketball guy before it's all said and done. But right. you got Trey, Do- Trey Donaldson, who is going to – who is Bruce's – Basically, his he's pegged him as his number one point guard. He's going to be popping some sometime around lunchtime on on Thursday. Uh, he absolutely dominated some summer tournaments. Like mm-hmm. he, he he he's a football guy, so like spring was football. You know, he played football and and, and this that and the other. And then the summer, he finally got to play some AAU stuff, and he just absolutely dominated. Uh, his rankings are going to absolutely skyrocket. Uh, when the next ranking updates go out, Trey Donaldson, he'll be our point guard of the future. I don't, he's a four star safety as well. They'll probably count him for the class. I don't see him playing football. Right. I think he's pretty much decided basketball's going to be his deal. And then another for sure commitment we, sh- we should get is Omari Kelly from uh, Hewitt Trustful, a 6'2, uh, 6'3 you know, six six wide receiver, big top end speed, probably going to be an outside wide receiver guy, four star. Uh, we've been on a been on a roll of four stars lately, and then this is just another one. He's got big offers, Alabama, you name it. He's got an offer from them, and uh, I think playing time's a big deal for him. And he sees the opportunity here, and he believes in. I think he believes in what he's being told about what to expect from the offense, right. and you know, starting off with a huge wide receiver class, and then. We'll just have to see what, where it goes from there. But, you know, you got Jay Fair. and You got your speed inside guy. You got a speedy outside guy. And then hopefully after the Akron game, we land another big-time receiver uh, in Darius Clemens out of Oregon. I mean, that would totally transform the look of this class if Auburn were, was able to bring in some of these guys, especially those two big receivers. Because, yes. I mean, we all know where Auburn was recruiting-wise just a few months ago. I mean, two months ago, this class looked totally different. Picking up steam. Picking up steam. Picking up steam. Ooh, I like that. No, it definitely feels like that, though. I mean, you're starting to believe going in, going into some of these decisions that Auburn's in a good spot to actually win these things. And yes, 
I'm starting to get a good vibe about Clemens as well. I don't, I don't, I don't like yes. that one as much as you know the other guys that you've talked about, but I still think there's a chance. I still think there's a, there's a chance there, especially when you look at Auburn just lost a ton of receivers, and now these guys are all coming in. And if I'm Brian Harson, it's like, look, I've given every single one of these dudes a legit shot to to win, to sure. win, to win, you know, a job. I mean, we we heard about Tarvarish Dawson. Um, Time and time again, I mean, he has definitely become one of the crushes of fall camp. And he's only a, he's only a little bit Tavar. He's just Tavar-ish. He's just a little bit Tavar. What a bad joke! <laughs> That's terrible. I've been wait, I've been waiting on that. You nailed it though. The execution was flawless. It was flawless. Um, we got yeah, another basketball exactly. guy that you want to talk about too, right? Zion Cruz. Yeah. So Zion Cruz, uh, five star point, uh, five star shooting guard. Um, I'm not saying that uh, he, he wants to come to Auburn. And I think there's, you know, is he a good fit, this, that, and the other. Um, he's, he's asked to join the class a few times, and we've kind of – it's just amazing, I think, that we've gotten to the point as, as a basketball program that we can take take our time with five-star, top 15-type, you know, talent. I don't believe so, it. Well, you don't believe what? I just, it's just crazy to me. It's just know, crazy yeah, to grasp exactly. that. I believe it's that it's crazy. happening. It's just wild to think about. Yeah, but I'll say, watch out, because uh, there's been a, a hard sell on him from Trey Donaldson. Trey Donaldson wants, him. Trey Donaldson wants this guy to be his, his, uh, his partner in crime. He wants him to be his his guy that he's going to be dishing it to and scoring because Zion is an elite scorer. He may not be there defensively yet or passing or this that and the other, but you know what? Neither was Bryce Brown. Bryce Brown was just a walking bucket. You get in the ball, and he makes buckets. And right. I think that's what this Zion Cruz kid could be. Uh, I'm really hoping we. I'm really hoping that Trey and maybe some other guys that are on the team and the staff have have gotten in Bruce's ear and that they've done a good sell job because he's also committing the 19th on Thursday. And uh, if if he joins as well, it could be an epic day for for Auburn sports in general. Why do you think Bruce is so hesitant about Zion Cruz? Uh, the basically, um, I think that, like I said, he feels that he feels that uh, Zion is a he is a he's just a he's just a scorer. He's a natural scorer. It's sort of like a me ball type thing. Like that's my game. I got to have the ball. Right. I got to score. I'm not really looking to facilitate. Um, and then the defense is big on is big for Bruce too. And I think I think Zion's game right now is I am a elite scorer of the basketball, and the rest of my game is not quite where Bruce wants it to be at this moment. But um, I mean, and, that, and he's a guy that's going to be want to be one and go. Like you know what I mean? Like he's right. coming in, he wants to be here one year and go. Give him a can chance, Bruce. Get, Give him can a chance. You get every, but can you get everything that you need out of him to, to win championships in that one year when there's some skills that he may need some time to develop? I think that's kind of what he's looking That might be kind of what he's looking at. Charlie Five, did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports, they lose? Did you know that? I figured those numbers had to work out kind of like that. Yeah, so. the game is rigged against you. But our friends yeah. at Stat Hero. They have an awesome, awesome daily fantasy sports game. I think, uh, you know, in the past I've struggled with, like, you know, the other daily fantasy sports leaders. I love fantasy sports, but the daily stuff has always been interesting. But Stat Hero is changing the game. 
You can go to stathero.com slash locked on and play for free right now, and you can get three times back on your first play. So the way it works is Stat Hero shows you their lineups, and they dare you to beat them. So it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. So be sure to check that out. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. Also, our friends at betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easy way to bet on all of your sports action. We talked about fantasy sports. Now we're talking about real sports here with BetOnline. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Charlie Five, we've got a few minutes left here as we uh, finish our broadcast here at Baumhauer's. But Mondays and Tuesdays, Baumhauer's is the place to place be, especially to if you have a family. Be. Absolutely. So Monday nights you have BOGO to go. Buy one, get one. Coal fire pizza. The only coal fire pizza on the whole planet. Universe. We've done we've universe. We've done the research. Uh call in from work. Like you're coming at home from work, call in and say, Hey, let me get two pizzas. I only want to pay for one of them. That's how BOGO works. Yes. Call it in, bring it home, fire it up. Right. Tuesday nights, best night of the week kids night love it i'll be here i'm here two nights a week but tuesday night is the game winner kids eat free balloon animals face painting just purchase an adult entree and you're ready to go i'm hearing i'm hearing the thumping i'm looking over and you're just hitting the table because you're so excited about kids so fire i'm just like fired up i'm just bam 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 just fired up about it i love it So, so i love it you know what i'm fired up about what's that another open practice open to fans can't wait, man. August 28th, Brian August Harson. 28th. He did it in the spring. He's doing it. Uh, I guess that's two Saturdays from now, August 28th. Um, fun. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like they're doing a lot of fan-related things outside of it, trying to simulate some sort of like a, um, a live game-like atmosphere, which I think is really cool. I love that he did the scrimmage so late to kind of simulate the starting time of their first game right, against Akron. I mean, he's just thinking of a lot of different details, Brian Harson is, and I think that's really, really cool. And he's done a really good job of kind of like, you know, trying to get community buy-in. I think he's really owned He was on campus a lot yesterday as we record this on Monday with the first day back in classes, giving out 1-0 wristbands and uh, taking yes. pictures with uh, students and Aubie and, and all of that. And I think that's really, really cool of him. Good for him. It's got a little bit of a Bruce Pearl-type atmosphere you know, it reminds me a lot of what Brucey did when he got here. He's definitely, uh, I think he's definitely uh, bought, bought into the Bruce Pearl PR team. I think they it works. Kind of branched out and said, hey, because, you know, he was sort of a cold and, you know, kind of just reserved when he yeah, first got here. You're right. And now, and now, like, we're having fa- like fan practices and he's on, like you said, he's on campus and he's doing podcasts and he's doing different radio shows and things like that. Right. Stuff that he sort of acted like he wasn't really, he's not, he wasn't really big on earlier. So it, you know, it could be that he does this every, every year before, right before the start of the season, but he's definitely getting more involved and that's only going to, you know, pay dividends and endear himself to the fans like Bruce has. Uh, Cause when you have the fan base, when they like you, you can get away with a lot. Your leash is a little bit longer. Yeah. For sure. You know, for sure. You're right. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to try to get something together for folks coming in town. Maybe we can all do a meetup or something. We'll figure that out later. Oh, that'd be great. We'll that'd figure great that out idea. later. Sweet. Sweet. I assume so. Um, all right. I, I want to wrap this up with a kind of a, a question to you. 
Do you it think is. the media is all, and I'm really hesitant to use the word scared, timid maybe? Yeah. They avoided some really like layup questions Saturday. They didn't ask how Bo Nix did in the scrimmage, which is weird to me. They would have yeah. asked Gus Malzahn that. And I think they would have asked Gus Malzahn, like, who didn't participate? Or why was a guy like Jarquez Hunter not there? They would have asked that question under Gus Malzahn. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do agree with that. Uh, but I think that the reason is I think there's been a lot of coaching on the front end uh, mm-hmm. of what to and what not to ask, similar to you know a short little guy about 70 to 100 miles away across on the other state when he does a press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're seeing some very similar things where – Hey, let's just don't even let's just no, don't even go there to begin with. You think that's so a good quit thing? Quit asking me. You think that's a good thing? You, know, uh, you think it matters? It I may not matter. No, I have no opinion one way or the other. I don't really care. Like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. Because you know the, I mean? the 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 answer we would have gotten about either of those situations, the two biggest storylines coming out of it, he yeah. wouldn't have given us an answer anyway. Right. So ask so him a question that he it. will answer. Right. Let's just don't even do it. Hey. This is what we're not going to talk about. You're not going to ask me about who's over there jogging or who's on the uh, bike. Uh-huh. The, you know, you're not going to ask about that. We're not going to talk about who's not here. And uh, you know, if there's something that they don't really want to go too far into de- in depth, they're just going to go ahead and say, "Hey, we're not going to talk about this. We're right. not going to talk about Bo. You know, we'll talk about D. Davis. We'll talk about him. We're not talking about Bo. We're not talking about. I, I think it's probably pretty common, and uh, I'd much rather have that." Than give me a fluff answer or like almost a, a complete lie mm-hmm. uh, to just be secrety. You know what I mean? I'd rather you just just not even like cut it off at the pass. Right. So, how can people find you and hear you, Charlie Five? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, the underscore Charlie underscore Five. You can find me at auburnlive.com. The corner message board, auburnsports.com, the bunker, auburn247sports, body get aboard, or you can listen to us daily, daily on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. YouTube, social media, wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome. Awesome. Lost connection there, but I think everybody heard you. We're still figuring yeah. this out, guys. And our second day on <laughs> YouTube is on the road. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And for folks it's listening, fun. thank you for uh, continuing listening through some of these glitches and all that. So follow me on Twitter at Z Black or be the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 